Hello, and welcome to Champagne and Murder, please. I am your host, Brittany, and I'm so happy that you're here with me. Today, we are drinking a Barefoot Bubbly Prosecco, which, in my opinion, would be best used in a mimosa, because I'm not liking it as much by itself, but I'm not entirely the champagne person. That's Tara, who I still need to get her butt on here. Tara, I'm talking to you. Anyway... Today I have a short article about the ghosts of the Tower of London, and I think I'm going to do a deeper dive about each one of the ghosts for future episodes because they all seem to have something interesting in their stories, and I would like to do a deeper dive. But anyway, I hope everyone has been enjoying their summer. My kiddos go back to school next week, and their first day is a half day, which seems kind of silly to me because they have teacher institute days for like the first three days. And then Thursday they start, and then they have the weekend again. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know why they just don't start full days, like, on a Monday. I get that they might be trying to ease everyone back into the routine, but it still seems odd to me the way they do it. But I'm not a teacher. I don't have the patience. (laughs) So, I guess I'll let them handle it. Um, Also... Not that anybody really cares, but I've been rearranging my painting room slash pod dungeon. Um, So now the pod dungeon is just for the podcast, which seems weird to me to have just a tiny table with only podcast stuff on it. Not have like this plethora of mess of painting crap on top of the table to like push out of my way so I can record. But I think it'll be a good thing to have the two projects separate. But Without any further ado, let's get into these ghosts, shall we? So for today's story, I took this article directly from London Walks. Um, It's the 13 Ghosts of the Tower of London. So I'm just going to read that to you guys, um, because I thought that they did it the best. So standing majestically on the north bank of the River Thames in the city of London, the Tower of London houses centuries of history within its stone walls. Today, it's known as the place to see beef eaters, yelm and warders, and the crown jewels. Not just a crown, by the way, there's an orb and scepter, too. Built by William the Conqueror in the 11th century to defend and secure his status as King of England, the Tower of London became not only a magnificent fortress, but a royal palace, too. It also became the backdrop for some of the grisliest scenes in history. In Tudor times, it saw the execution of three English queens, Anne Boleyn, Catherine Howard, and Lady Jane Grey. A mother beheaded for the sins of her son. The supposed murder of the two young princes locked up in the bloody tower by their uncle, the Duke of Gloucester. Treason, murder, and execution. The stone walls of the Tower of London have seen it all. Little wonder, then, that it is one of the most haunted places in all of Great Britain. Is it true, then, that the ghosts of the Tower of London are haunted by the spirits of people who died there? Who can be sure? But these are the tales of those very people who met decidedly grisly ends in the Tower. Here are the 13 ghosts of the Tower of London in all their gory glory. Number 1. Guy Fox. Guy Fox was taken to the Tower of London after his part in a plot to assassinate James I at Parliament in 1605. Imprisoned in the Queen's house, Guy Fox was subjected to intense torture, likely on the rack in the White Tower dungeons. Number two, Anne Boleyn's procession. As ghost stories go, there are few as spooky and as tragic as this one. 
When Henry VIII broke the Rome, with the Roman Catholic Church to set aside his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, and became become the supreme head of his new church, the Church of England, Anne Boleyn became Henry's second wife. Just three years later, Anne was accused of adultery and taken as a prisoner by barge along the River Thames to the Tower of London. Through the infamous Traitor's Gate, Anne was beheaded on Tower Green and laid to rest in the Chapel Royal of St. Peter at Vinicula. St. Peter and Chains, the parish church of the Tower of London. Some 340 years later, a soldier reported seeing a light burning in the closed chapel. After climbing to a window to look within, the soldier is said to have seen a procession of knights and ladies, led by a headless Anne Boleyn. Number 3. Henry VI. Imprisoned in the Wakefield Tower of the Tower of London, Henry VI was murdered at the altar in the king's private chapel in 1471, close to midnight. Henry's ghost is believed to haunt the Wakefield Tower, appearing at the stroke of midnight. Number four, the ghost of a bear. Henry III housed his menagerie of wild animals at the Tower of London, including a gift of either lions or leopards from the Holy Roman Emperor Frederick II in 1235. Pumas, tigers, jackals, an elephant from France, and even a polar bear were to follow. Visitors came to the tower to see the creatures with bear baiting going on to become a popular pastime in the 16th and 17th century London. And it seems the horrors of this pastime are still heard today. The ghost of a bear is said to appear from behind the door of the jewel room, perhaps a specter guard to the crown jewels. The ghost of a black bear is also reported to have appeared near the Martin Tower in 1816. Number 5. Sir Walter Raleigh Sent to the tower no less than three times, explorer Sir Walter Raleigh was imprisoned by both Elizabeth I and James I. He spent over 13 years in the Bloody Tower during one confinement and attempted suicide. Sir Walter Raleigh's last imprisonment at the Tower of London in the Beauchamp Tower took place in 1603, before he was beheaded outside the Palace of Westminster. Number 6. The Faceless Young Woman In 1957, Welsh guardsman Johns was on sentry duty at the Salt Tower. He encountered a shapeless form with the face of a young woman, perhaps one of the many women who suffered a terrible fate at the Tower of London. That one I want to know more about, just because there's not that much information. <laughs> so, of course, when I go to research it, there probably won't be very much, but we'll see. Number seven, Margaret Pole. Like Anne Boleyn, the beheading of Margaret Pole, Countess of Salisbury, took place on Tower Green, which lies to the west of the White Tower. Margaret Pole was 67 at the time of her death. She was brought to the scaffold by Henry VIII, for the crime of being the mother of Cardinal Pole, like that's her fault. Cardinal Pole's crime was opposing Henry's self-created position as supreme head of the Church of England. Eyewitnesses say that the executioner on that fateful day in 1541 was, quote, a wretched and blundering youth, end quote, who, unable to perform a clean execution with his axe, instead hacked at Margaret Pole's head and shoulders. That eternal scream echoes through the towers today. Yeah, I would think so. That's awful. Number eight, the white figure. The Tower of London is protected by the Yeoman Warders, nicknamed Beefeaters. In 1864, Captain J.D. Dundas 
observed a Yaoman attempting to charge a whitish female figure with his bayonet. Chillingly, this apparition appeared in the courtyard where Anne Boleyn was beheaded. Number 9. Lady Jane Grey Lady Jane Grey became queen after the death of King Edward VI, son of Henry VIII. She is known as the English queen with the shortest reign, a mere nine days. Edward named Lady Jane Grey as his heir in his last will. Over his half-sister Mary, a pawn in royal power games, the king's protector, John Dudley, had arranged for the 16-year-old Lady Jane Grey to marry his son, Lord Guilford Dudley. On Edward's death on the July 6, 1553, Protestant Lady Jane Grey became queen, a title she was to hold for just over a week before the council decreed that Catholic Mary was the true ruler of England. Lady Jane Grey and her husband Dudley were both executed on the infamous Tower Green in 1554. The white figure of Jane is said to haunt the battlements of the Tower of London to this day. Number 10. The Monk's Footsteps If you visit the Tower of London, listen out for the sound of sandals slapping against the stone floors, reported to be from the steps of a ghostly monk. Number 11. Arabella Stewart an often repeated ghost sighting at the Tower of London is that of Arabella Stuart, cousin to Elizabeth I. Arabella was imprisoned by James I for marrying William Seymour, nephew of Lady Jane Grey, without royal consent. Seeing this match as a possible threat to his throne, James placed Arabella under arrest at the Tower, where she either refused to eat or was purposefully starved. Arabella's ghost is thought to stalk the Queen's house. Number 12, The Young Princes. This one I have heard on other podcasts, and I really don't like it, but I would really like to know more about it. So, on the death of Edward IV, Edward's young son, 12-year-old Edward, became King Edward V, under the protection of his uncle, the Duke of Gloucester. Wanting to take the crown himself, the Duke of Gloucester imprisoned Edward and his younger brother Richard in the Tower of London. Their mother, Elizabeth Woodville, took sanctuary at Westminster Abbey. After declaring young Edward illegitimate, the Duke of Gloucester became King Richard III. Edward and Richard were never seen again, believed to be murdered at the order of their uncle. The bones of the two children were found later beneath a staircase of the Tower of London. Like, that one. That one gets me. I don't like that one. And finally, number 13, the Nameless Thing. The nameless thing is a petrifying spirit which follows the guards of the tower as they walk their beat from the River Thames Sally Portal entrance. A terrifying tourist attraction since the 18th century, the Tower of London has been a tourist attraction since the 18th century. So you can experience the chilling atmosphere of the tower yourself if you choose to visit. Which, me personally, I've been to London, but only to the airport. (laughs) I didn't leave. Um, But if I do go back, that is something that I would really like to go and take a tour of. I think that would be cool. Not so sure if John would be interested in it, but I think I could convince him. Hey guys, I just wanted to pop in and say lately, I have been back on my workout routine. And let me tell you, Liquid IV has been there for me before, during, and after my workout sessions. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. I've been using it before my workouts and I feel so much better during them. It's amazing. 
So you can use it first thing in the morning or before you work out like I do, or when you feel run down or how about after a long night out with friends? Everybody knows you're going to need it then. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes. Electrolytes is what blankets crave of traditional sports drinks. John and I have used Liquid IV after long hot days outside with the kiddos and even after nights out with our friends. We love Liquid IV for how well it works and how fast we feel rehydrated. My favorite flavor is the strawberry lemonade and John loves the watermelon one. I also love that it's made with premium ingredients and it's non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. And Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. You can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code CAMP, that's C-A-M-P, at checkout. It's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CAMP, C-A-M-P, at liquidiv.com. Ready to shop Better Hydration? Use my special link, which is zen.ai.champagneandmurderplease, to save 20% off anything you order. And stay hydrated, y'all. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Champagne and Murder, please. We really do appreciate you all. Not going to stop saying it. I hope you guys have had a great summer. I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you have a great week coming up. And if your kids are going to school, good luck, best wishes, warmest regards. Um, I really, really hope to have Mark come back on soon. He's been very, very busy this summer with adventures and getting stuff done. So hopefully I can convince him to come back and join me. I know you guys probably miss him because I know I do. But in the meantime, you can find us on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, Haven't been posting that much just because the schedule's been a little bit crazy, but we'll get back to it, promise. And if you guys could rate and subscribe, give us a follow, whatever. We would really appreciate it. It also helps the algorithm so more people can find us. And if you would like to, you could tell everybody about us. But yeah, I hope you guys have a great time till I talk to you next. So remember, stay safe and don't take candy from strangers. Goodbye.